Welcome to Words for the Wise with your host, Deshaun Williams. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words for the Wise. As always, I'm your host, Deshaun Williams. And this week, we have a special guest, Mr. Kia Noble. And we are going to be talking about investing in yourself and the benefits of it. So how are you doing today, Mr. Kia Noble? Man, I am doing awesome, awesome, awesome and amazing. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. So, um, so, so that our listeners can get better acquainted with you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, like you said, my name is Takia Noble, and um, I am an Army brat. Um, I grew up a little bit of everywhere. My dad was in the service. He was in the Army, and he was in the Army for over 20 years. So I've traveled a little bit of everywhere you can imagine. And growing up, I wasn't exactly um, poor, um, but, you know, um, we were, I guess, considered kind of middle class, kind of getting into middle class, but my parents really didn't know, um, didn't really didn't tell us until, um, and I don't even think they really still told us. I kind of figured it out once I got to a certain level um, growing up, a certain grade growing up and realized that I just couldn't go and do certain things that some of my friends and, and things got to do. Um, so, um, yeah, I ended up being a little bit everywhere. Travel became something that I absolutely, absolutely have a passion to do, and as well as helping people. So that's the story. That's awesome. Um, also, you're a mother, right? I am. <laughs> I am. Um, so I actually, my daughter's four and um, she's very, very inquisitive. Um, I call her a little boss babe um, in the making because she is definitely taking up characteristics that um, me and my husband have because me and my husband um, have been married for four years. So um, yeah, she's definitely uh, kind of running the house. <laughs> She she learned responsibility at an early age. That's always a good thing. Absolutely. All right. So with today's topic of investing in yourself, um, you know, I kind of seen you on Facebook and I see that you always sharing posts about investing in yourself and how great it can be. So tell us a little bit about why you decided to invest in yourself. Absolutely. Um, because there, I'll have this one rule, like if you don't invest in yourself, nobody else will. Nope. There's not people standing in line saying, oh, my goodness, I want to invest in Takiya uh, or oh, my goodness, I want to invest in Deshaun. There's nobody standing in line. You'll have a lot of supporters that, that are out there that definitely um, a lot of strangers that would support you. And but nobody's signing up, you know, saying, hey, I want to invest in you. Um, so little bit of how I got started um, into an entrepreneurial type of lifestyle. Um, I actually um, am married to a serial entrepreneur. My husband, when me and him got together, we were, he was working, but he was also building a business from scratch. And I legit saw it from really practically nobody really paying him much of much attention to him actually doing seminars and speaking engagements. And it getting just bigger and bigger from there. Um, so I always knew that uh, this is a little bit of background. I knew I was going to be wealthy in some type of way. I just didn't know in what type of fashion it would truly be in. I had an I kind of an idea that I was going to be a businesswoman, but I just didn't know what type of what that really meant. <laughs> so I got to see that from my husband's standpoint. And I kind of it it fueled the fire back in me on um, some of the things that I used to dream and hope for, because when we were younger, we do all these, we have all these big dreams and how we want our life to be at and, and all of this, but there was nobody to really tell me exactly how to do that. And one of the things that I got around my husband and doing, and I 
realize that, you know, um, Mr. White, he said it that, you know, if you don't go after, if we, people put their, their dreams on the back burner when they get older because they have real life responsibilities that start to happen. And he said, now is the time for you to go back and breathe fire back into those dreams. And so it really hit home. It stuck with me. And so, um, yeah, I took off. I said, you know what? I need to to really start putting more back into myself, whether it's education or whatever. I had to start putting back into myself and, um, and empowering others to do the same. Because like I said, there's nobody standing in line saying, oh my goodness, I want to invest in you. <laughs> Right. And also, I saw that you, um, you're an author. So we kind of got a, we got a connection, like, cause you now I've written four books, um, two of them were bust, but hey, you got to start somewhere. right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what got you into wanting to write? So I have actually been a writer all my life. Um, it's something that I've always done. I found it therapeutic. I actually um, used to keep a journal and I still have it and I have it for my daughter purposes. And it kind of, it's going to, eventually it's going to make me go back and, you know, read through as she goes through life, goes through middle school, end of elementary school, middle school and high school. It's going to make me go back and, and realize where she is at in her thinking. Um, so I wrote this. I mean, I wrote my journal for her, knowing that eventually I would have kids um, that I want to, to be, to understand. Because, you know, we always hear, oh my goodness, you don't understand me. It's so, th things are so different. And I didn't want that. I didn't want that for me and my, me, well, me and my child's connection. I wanted them to understand that I know exactly what you're doing and know exactly why you're doing it because I did it. So I've always been a writer and I used to write stories, poetry. Um, people used to pass around. I used to have this thick poetry book that people would pass around and then they would tell me, okay, I want this, this poem or, um, and I had this one story that got around the entire school. Um, it's it very risque and um, they just absolutely loved it. And um like you said, like I said, when you get older, you just life starts happening, bills and oh, now you got to eat and you got to have rent paid and all of that kind of stuff. And so you get a lot of distractions. And I'm just going to side note real quick. There are always going to be distractions. There are always, always, always going to be distractions. But you have to have superior focus on the things that you truly want, because if you really want something, you're going to find a way you're, you're going to or you're going to make one like you're it's going to happen. But um, either way, you're either going to do it or find an excuse why you can't. And I can tell you, there's always going to be um, a distraction. And so when I got back to writing, I actually had a deep conversation with God one night and I asked him, you know, I wanted to do something impactful for the world and I want to want him to utilize my gifts in a, in a great way. And I asked him, it's like, what should I be doing? Like, what do you want from me to do? And um, I legit wrote the book that I have um, it's called I Like to Dance. And um, I wrote it in less than five minutes. Um, and it was, it had my daughter in it. And while I was writing it, as I finished it, I could picture the book. And I said, oh my goodness, this can't be that easy. And turns out it was because I was working within my gifts, <laughs> natural gifts. <laughs> I, I always heard um, somebody say it's like, in order to start achieving your goals, you must believe in yourself. It's kind of like what you said, nobody else is going to invest in you. But if you don't believe in you, what makes you think somebody else is going to believe in you? If you don't have that confidence, if you don't have that, if you don't have that level of, um, I guess I would call it somewhat cockiness of, you know where you came from and you know where you want to get to. Why do you expect somebody else to defend you or believe in you? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'll, and I always go back to my husband because people call it cocky, but I feel like it's, it's nothing of that nature. It's he knows whose he is. 
And because he knows whose he is, he doesn't have to worry about what somebody else thinks, what society thinks about how he, he acts, talks, dresses, think, what, whatever it may be, what he chooses to invest in, um, why he choose, chose to invest in himself. And um, so, yeah, it was like, and especially one of the things that I could tell you that's going to build confidence in any person, and whatever you, you're looking to do or trying to break into, what's going to build your confidence is knowledge. You have to study your craft. One of the things that I, like I said, that I did was I wrote and I didn't even, I can tell you, teachers told me, there was one teacher in particular that told me that, you know, I had, I had, had fantastic writing skills. And then I had another teacher in college, I'll never forget, butcher my writing, butcher it. I'm talking about, I had these fantastic, and I knew they were fantastic um, stories and papers that I would write. And I would come away with a C, C plus, a B. And I was like, what in the world? And she was like, you have a great way of captivating me but you're not doing it in the proper format. And I heard something at a conference and I'll never forget it. And they said, you know, I had to realize that my writing, whether it was incorrect, not proper English and all of that, had to realize that my writing wasn't for that person. It's not going to be for everybody. Some people are going to open my book and go, oh my gosh, this is so grammatically wrong. You know, she's got this, there's no period and there's run on sentences and there's no paragraph. And like some people are going to do that. And then, but that's okay. Cause those are not the people I'm looking at. I'm looking at the people that's going, I'm, I'm looking for the people I'm attracting. I am attracting the people that are, you know, looking uh, for, you know, that great empowerment that's going to be look more focused on the words than they are about the grammatical issues and, um, you know, po possibly misspelled words. I'm looking for the person that's going to be more concerned with the content than how it's truly laid out. They needed the content, not so much, oh, an, an English lesson. They didn't need to teach me an English lesson. <laughs> they needed the content. And that's what I was looking for. And so, yeah, I mean, always going to be somebody who's, you know, not going to, like what you do and that's going to be cool you, you got to be okay with that <laughs> yeah i absolutely agree so the uh next question is since you invested in yourself how has investing in yourself helped you um get to where you want to be at oh man so investing in myself has gotten me where i on a path to where i want to be at in life um, like I said, when I started, you know, I've all, I always pictured myself as this um, wealthy person and um, wildly successful with a great house, great family, um, great car, getting, you know, getting to, to do all of the things that I've ever hoped for, dreamed of and imagined. And um, but the main thing was to, like, completely change my family, family situation. So by me starting this simple act of let me do something for that's going to empower, uh, you know, better myself, but empower others. It's actually done um, something even more amazing because it's given, it's allowing me to build, build really, uh, build up residual wealth um, and truly help my family in the way that I've always imagined. Now is no longer a, a thing of, you know, um, they don't have it. It's $500 or $600, you know, whatever the cost is, a couple hundred dollars. And before it'd be like, oh, I got to wait to get that done or I can't get that done. Now it's a, now it's a situation where I, you know, all of a sudden I can just drop down a couple hundred for them and say, hey, here's this, go ahead and do what you got to do. You know, um, so it's completely changed things for me. You know, you, you get a, you get stronger confidence. You, um, you walk and talk differently because you're just, you're just reading up on a lot of different things to continue to expand your wealth. And, um, and you just realize just, just how great your future can, 
can possibly be just on this trajectory because it just, it has allowed me to position my, my family in the position of being wealthy for the rest of their lives, not just for, you know, me and my husband, my daughter, but for generations to come. And that's, that's why it was completely important to me. It, it was all about breaking generational curses and um, moving my family from having to have, you know, just get by by any means to having all the means they need necessary and more. So, I mean, that's why it was so important. That's why I had to do it. <laughs> I completely understand that. So my next question um, is, have you lost any friends or peers along the way since you have started investing in yourself? Well, like anything, when you are looking to build network, you're build your network worth at, not your network, but your net worth. When you're looking to build your net worth, there are going to be, you have to look at your circle, right? You have to evaluate your circle. And so for me, I had to evaluate my circle. Uh, you, everybody has heard birds of a feather flock together, right? So that means, that means it doesn't just mean, oh, that she was talking drama and all of that kind of stuff when people always say birds of a feather flock together. And my contents that I heard growing up is, oh, because she was, because it was drama. It was never about the fact that these people are broke. <laughs> Nobody was talking about the fact they were really broke, that their credit score was jacked up. And so when you evaluate your circle, my circle wasn't terrible. Fortunately for me, I was around some very, I was only around a few, few females, but the females that I were, was around, they actually were very sharp. They were like, you know, I got to have a good credit score. Um, I got to have money in the bank. I got to have my bills paid off, you know? So naturally in that circle, just me being who I was and, you know, around my peers, I had those things. I had a good credit score. I had, um, you know, all my bills paid off, I had money in the bank. So I was modeling, you know, just not because, like I said, you hang around those people. That's who you become. So that's what I was becoming. And so what ended up happening is once you start investing in yourself, right, and you say, why settle for thousands of dollars when I can have millions of dollars? And honestly, I've never I've seen millionaire, but my focus has always been on billionaire billionaire to have so much money that I cannot even spend it that my kid can't even spend it that my kids 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 can, can cannot even spend it because it's so much and it's coming in constantly and so when you start shifting your mind and start reading these books and and you're sharing that information with these people right because that's what I was doing I was sharing it with my friends and them and they were like you know all for it but what ended up happening was I got into this business opportunity and I started telling them, guys, man, we have the ability to make millions of dollars. And all I could think of, not just besides helping my family, but really seeing my girls, seeing my girls be able to go shopping at the Louis store and, um, you know, getting our red bottoms and jumping on the private jet and, you know, flying off to for a week and vacation for a girl's trip. That's what I see. And that's what I still see still envisioning that. And, you know, and they say, well, I don't think that's for me. I don't, I just don't think I have the time. And unfortunately, you just got to leave people where they are. I mean, you, you can't drag people along with you to make them see something. You can't drag them along to make them believe that they can even get to a million dollars or a billion dollars. You cannot do it. And because I am keenly aware of that, I had to just go on about my life, still check in, but I, the conversation is a little bit different. And I keep telling them the conversation is going to get more and more uncomfortable because when I'm making six figures in my sleep, in my sleep, not going out and working for it, actually being able to wake up to money in the bank. that conversation's not going to gonna feel so good when I say, hey, I'm going to go take a weekend 
and Fiji, I thought you want to come come because you got to plan out five, four, five, six, seven, eight months ahead of time. And then you got to put in vacation for your vacation. And it's possibly going to be um, you can't stay that long and all that kind of stuff. It's you're, you're they're going to force themselves out of my circle. It's, and it's something I can do about it. Either they're going to invest in themselves and start thinking wealthy like that, or they're going to remain where they are and still be thinking middle class. And um, unfortunately, I believe that that may be the case, but there were other people that I lost along the way. There was complete revamping of Facebook for me. Um, a lot of friends and stuff that I went to school, went to high school with, that I hung out with. Um, definitely talk a lot different, walk a lot different. My shopping's a lot different. And um, for some of them, they're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize he was doing that. And then there's some of them that was just like, oh, she thinks she's better. And that's not the case. So there's always going to be uh, those people that just fall away. So you just got to be okay with it. Be okay with it. <laughs> All right. So I agree. Um, so for So I heard you say that you don't drag anybody around. Um, because they also when they get into this opportunity and they don't want to do what is necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am not dragging any dead weight at all because the thing about it is you have to want it for yourself. Nobody can want it for you. I can't make you do something because you're still going to be of the same opinion. Gotcha. Like, um, so the next question is, how do you respond to people when you share this this information, this opportunity with them, but yet they're so close-minded and they be like, hey, this is a pyramid scheme? Oh, I just keep going. I keep going and I keep showing them my lifestyle because what's going to happen is the people that I've shared this information with, Anybody that I've shared this opportunity with, especially via Facebook, um, they continue to see my lifestyle and they continue to see it cont rise. Like it doesn't stop. It continues. It's on a trajectory straight up. And <laughs> so they see me going from, oh, I got to pay my bills, you know, or you know, to I've paid off things to, to, oh, my goodness, how long can I live without my paycheck? Um, so they are starting to see that. So those same people that were like, it's a pyramid scheme. Um, they don't believe in doing nothing like that. I always tell them, especially if I've known them for, for a long time, I'm not doing anything illegal. Never will not trying to. The only thing that I ever wanted to do was make money, make money with my friends, have a better life with my family. And I'm going to definitely do it legally. And I'm going to do it on a a nice even pace. Now, this so happens when you get into certain businesses and such, a, such as something like network marketing, you can actually explode your business. Like you can truly have it pumped up on steroids. And so even though it's, it's legit, you still build it and it still it requires the same amount of effort and work that you would put into something else to another business that you're starting from scratch um, is still going to, it's still going to have to, you're still going to put in the work for it. And, and for anybody that says, you know what, this is, this is, this is a pyramid scheme is not for me. I just let them sit there and watch. I let them, I allow them to have the front row seat to what my life is about to be like. Because I know those people still have dreams. I know that they still have hopes. And a lot of people's hopes goes with a lot of buts comes in with it. So they go, oh, I hope to be a millionaire instead of actually doing the work. I hope to be a millionaire, but I got to go to work. I hope to, you know, I, I wish I could do this, but I got to, there's a lot of buts that come in there. And so for those type of people, I don't want my business anyway, but. Um, my only hope is that you wake up and realize that I, I don't want to miss this. I can't, I don't want to miss this because she's living out her dreams. Her family's living out their dreams 
and I have every right to live out mine. Um, oh, yeah. And I feel like you would agree with this. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a guy by the name of Warren Buffett that said, if you don't find a way to make money when you're asleep, then you're going to be working for the rest of your life. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree with that. As a matter of fact, it's one of my, my favorite sayings to people. And I tell them, um, you know, you're going to get you're going to get tired before you get wealthy. If you think that you're going to get wealthy at your jobs, at any if any per person out there listening thinks that they're going to be wealthy at their jobs, it is incorrect. Do I believe that you can make some money in your job and save up money and actually, you know, retire out of there possibly early? Absolutely. But is it going to really, truly make you wealthy? No, not if you're really looking for to be a millionaire, billionaire. Um, no, it's not possible. You have to do some type of investing, either um, some kind of personal investment in yourself or um, or with your money, definitely with your money, because you need to have that compound interest. And that's a whole other topic. <laughs> you need to have all of that um, going working for you. You need to have your money doing something. And so that you don't have to work as hard for that money while you're awake, because we only have 24 hours. You're, and I guarantee your body's only going to go for so long without till you need sleep, till you need to eat, till you need to rest. So, um, yeah, you're definitely if you cannot find a way to make money while you're busy doing other things in your life, you will work. You will be working the rest of your life oh yeah um also um so getting out people that call it a pyramid scheme what about ooh, what was I gonna say? how about people that are in this opportunity and they're like or they have seen the information and it's like it doesn't work for me i've been in something like this before but it doesn't work for like it's not, it didn't work out for me. Is it, did, did it not work or did you not work? That's the only question I got. Did you, did the opportunity not work or did you not work? Because I guarantee you the opportunity has the ability to make you money, especially in this opportunity that, that we're discussing. It definitely has a, a possibility of making you money, but it's also going to require work. And I don't even understand. That's a whole nother segment, but how do you, how does anybody expect a check and let's just put it in basic work check when you go to work and you expect a check it requires you to do some work right, right. <laughs> am i right or right so why would you not think why well, i mean why would you excuse me use proper english why would you think that it, by you starting your own business especially in this opportunity that you can just come in and not do anything or barely do and still receive some type of check. Like, it's not going to happen. So I don't understand how people can, you know, get into an opportunity like this and not commit themselves for at least 30 months. You need to commit yourself for 30 months into uh, starting your own business. 30 month commitment and most people don't even want to give things 30 days and that's really sad on their part because that means they're because they are willing to give 30 years to a job I don't understand that you won't give 30 months to possibly exploding your business learning everything you got to know so that you can make as much money as you want to not that you that there's now no cap you can make as much money as you want to and you won't give it 30 days but yet you'll give your job 30 years. You'll give a job 30 years of your life to still retire and not have nearly what you need to survive. But not just that, but when, um, when they're giving all that time to a job, it's like you're working to help create somebody else's dream and make them wealthy while they really aren't worried about what your dreams are and you can work a 
I'm going to list a few shifts, 7 to 3, 9 to 5, 8 to 4, whatever it may be. Um, mm -hmm. And for the night shift, uh, 11 to 7. Mm -hmm. And you get off work and you come home and sleep and don't do anything but go back to work. The problem is you're uninspired. You're not motivated to uh -huh. even live out your dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you're just, oh, I'm so tired I just don't have anything to give to yourself to give to yourself. And that job is steady taken for you from you. And I can tell you that your paycheck, your your pay, whatever you get paid for an hour. If you're just that tired, if you're saying, oh, my goodness, that there, I'm just that tired. Whatever that pay amount is that you see, oh, I get seventeen dollars an hour. I get twelve dollars an hour. They have paid you to make you forget about your dream. So that's what it costs for you to forget about your dream every every single day that you have to go to work, however long, is it a 40 hour week, 30 hour week, whatever it is, 60, 60 hour week. That's what they're paying you so that you can forget about your dream, so that you can forget that you had these other things that you've always wanted to do. And oh yeah, I did have that dream when I was little and I can go do that. Yeah, they're they're making you forget for that twelve dollars, that ten dollars, that seventeen dollars. They're making you forget about the things that you've always wanted to do. And I'm gonna just go ahead and throw this out there for everybody that's gonna be listening. I like me and you stay in contact because I am in this opportunity with you, and you can be one to vouch and say because when I work those eleven. No, those 12 to 8 shifts, I end up staying up for 24 to 32 hours because I know where I want to be. And I know that I can't, I don't want to be working the first shift one day, third shift the next day, and the second shift another day. It's like, it's, it's all depending on what your mindset is also. Yep, it does. Because my husband would work 12-hour shifts, guys. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, still get off of those 12-hour shifts every single day. Do Can you hear that? Can I hear what? Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Let me go back to that. Yeah, so it all really depends your mind is set up because my husband would come in doing 12-hour shifts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday um, overnight and still stay up after getting off at seven, stay up from whatever time from that time on till at least I don't even know seven eight o'clock at night. And sometimes it it depending on if he has to work the next day, he he won't even be, he wouldn't even fell asleep. He would go straight from coming to work, coming off of work, doing three way calls, meeting up with people, going down, doing some training, all of that, and then. Finally, in the afternoon before it's time for him to go back to the to work, go back, take a shower, do all of that, eat, and then do it all over again to go go back to work at to be back at work at seven to do it all over again. And he would do that every single day. And with only like an hour sleep here, two hours there, I was walking on eggshells because I was just so scared. But when you really want something, when you and I realized that. Because that's how I am. When you really want something, sleep doesn't matter. Eat, eating doesn't matter. People always want to talk about Beyonce's, um, you know, tour that she did or um, for um, whatever show that was. And she, you know, didn't eat for three days. But when you, but when you're really focused, when you're, oh my goodness, when you, when that thing is driving you, when it's really in you, that is that burning is in you that you're like, man, I got to get it. And this is why I can't stop. And this is why I can't be sleepy. This is why I can't, you know, focus on this, that, and the third. When you're truly committed and focused on something, you forget to eat. You forget to drink. I mean, it's happened to me. I've gone all day sometimes and been like, dang, did, I didn't even have water today. Or um, I've said this, um, when did I eat? I don't think I ate today. And that's when you know you really stumbled onto something. If you're still complaining about, I'm so tired from work. You're you're not you're not just 
lazy. You're just uninspired. You're uninspired and you need to find whatever it is that's going to light a fire in you and really take you from living check to check or couple of, you know, month to month to being able to live year to year, decade to decade. And like what you were saying about your husband, because I, I follow him on Facebook and I interact with his posts. And I see where he, he'll stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning. Could be, could be on a, an opportunity call, and and whatnot. And he's back up at five o'clock, and he's talking about, I know y'all ain't still asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does that. He's always been an early riser, and um, so that's like. It's like second nature to him. Like, like that for me that I'm the opposite. So like I could go to sleep at, you know, early in the day and then get up and be up all night and take a take a cow or power nap and get back up and finish out the night. Cause I'm like, oh man, I just can't stay asleep. And that's how that's how you know you have something. Um, so I would encourage everybody to find a why big enough that it just it keeps you up and it makes you um, not just get up, but jump up out of bed and that it makes you just, you know, set, set everything on fire within you to, to work. And like I said, forget to eat and forget to drink. That's not healthy, but you know what I'm saying? Like you want that something that big, because when it comes to you in that big, I guarantee you'll make the money because it's going to be attracted to you. It's going to be attracted to you. And so, um, yeah, I would encourage anybody, find your find something that you're just like, why, why? And it really sets you on fire and go for it with everything you got. And I'm pretty sure a bunch of people want to know this because... Um, we the United States is now in the what they are saying is the biggest recession that they have ever saw. Um, so I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are going to want to know: Did this affect you? Did the COVID nineteen affect your business and your opportunity and everything that you're doing? Nope. It didn't because when you are able, um, I ha- my mentor and coach, who's actually the founder in this uh, in this opportunity, he said that you want to be at a place, and he was preach. He's been preaching this since I've gotten into this, became gotten a part of this opportunity. He said you want to be a part of, you want to set your income up so well that it doesn't matter what's happening in the economy. Now I want you all to imagine that. I want you to realize what's going on in the economy. And I want you to imagine yourself continuing, continuing to receive check after check after check. And it doesn't stop. And it continues to increase because it doesn't matter what's happening going on. It's not affecting your, your business. And so whenever he was preaching that, I was like, okay, I got to get here. Because to be honest, when I first started this opportunity, and can I give a, a little background, Deshaun? Go ahead. Okay, so when I first started this opportunity, transparently, I was living check to check. I was in some, some serious debt. Um, my income at my job wasn't even enough. I wasn't even bringing home $1,000 in a month. And so I was in a, some a serious place because I didn't have, uh, I got pregnant, um, with my daughter and I lost my job and I was without income my entire nine months. And I'm not going to say without, I'm saying working income for the entire pregnancy. So as soon as I found I was pregnant about a month later, three, three to four weeks later, I walked into my job and they let me go. So from that point on, and until unemployment ran out, I didn't have a job. I had no way of making additional income, but can I tell you something? I saved more than I ever had. I had um, paid off things, paid ahead on things. So I didn't have to worry about a couple of things. And then my husband stepped up tremendously 
And so his income was over 80,000. So that income split amongst two, that's still not a lot of, <laughs> that's still not a lot of income coming in. And so, um, you know, I had to start using my credit cards for a couple of things. And keep in mind too, my mind shit, my mindset was still not, not where it is today. It's not nowhere near what. And um, so I was still living on credit cards and was, was spending well beyond my means um, after I did get my job. Now, before I didn't have my job, it was funny. It's miraculously, I was living within my means. I saved more money than I ever had. And then I got back to work and I just, I guess, decided, oh, I'm going to do some of the old habits that I had fall back and fell back into. And I ran my credit cards back up. I had, um, you know, I had got behind my car note a couple times. And I mean, it was just, I was using, I used a check loan place to try to help compensate. But when I tell people this and I say this in all, with all sincerity, you cannot give broke people, broke minds. A broke mindset. You cannot give broke people money, a lot of money, more money than they can think of, because they're going to continue to do the same habits that they've always had. You have to change the habits to be able to get to keep the the income or do something with the the money that you're getting. So, anyways, fast forward. And my husband joined this opportunity. I started getting around people that were talking about building wealth, talking about getting out of debt. Some people were talking about they were debt free already. And I was like, wait, what? That's possible. <laughs> so um, fast forward, I got into a, a job where I was making a little bit more money. And so I could sustain myself. And I had vowed that I was like, OK, you know, what? I, I got to get out of debt. I got to get all get from under all these credit cards. And really start paying down things. And so in the past, that that was 2018, around 2018. So within the next year, I really focused on getting down my debt um, and uh, coming from up under the credit cards. And I'm pleased to say, as of today, I have three credit cards that's still out there, but they are um, two of them up under 30%, two of them up under 30%, one that I'm fighting to get there. And then I have my credit, my, my car, and my other cards completely paid off. And I'm actually, the money that I had paid on those cards, I'm actually using towards my student loan debt and investing. So my car note, I'm actually using to invest back into um, some uh, stocks and, um, you know, just something that's going to allow my money to work for me. And um, so, yeah, it's really freeing. And then on top of that, my job income and my business income, my business income has exceeded my job income. So my job income, um, I actually used to just finish paying off the rest of my debt, and um, which will be happening in the next month. And um, yeah, and I'll be be able to truly be like, hey, I'm I'm on the the path to truly being debt free. I still have student loans there, and um, fortunately for me, I didn't do anything of crazy. So I don't have um, a lot of student loans, but um, I can definitely see myself out of my student loans by the end of next year, just from the income that I'm making from this opportunity. And for my job, I definitely will be um, completely without debt within the next year. So I'm truly looking forward to that December 30th, 31st, 2021. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's always a good thing, especially uh, when you got over I know some people that may have over forty grand worth of student loan debt. I could never. I just can't do it. Huh? Uh, so yeah, my student my, my complete debt was like sixty thousand. Um and so yeah, um I'm bringing it on down. I have uh, my student loans are probably around thirty thousand together altogether. The, the three or four that I have. And um, so, yeah, like um, I can see my way out next year. <laughs> and people are going to think it's crazy, but our mentor and coach um, is Natalie. She did did it. And so I'm really looking forward to being able to do the same to be like, hey, I'm paying $500 on each of my student loans and they're, they're gone. So. Oh, yeah, that's always a good thing. So. My last question is, do you have any advice for people that want to invest but are scared to? 
Um, of course I do. Of course I do. Of course I do. Um, so for anybody that is afraid to invest in themselves, most people are afraid to invest in themselves because they're worried so much about what other people are going to think about them. And um, they're doubtful in themselves. They don't have that confidence yet. And so I tell people, check yourself, check yourself and evaluate where you are, because if you truly don't care about what people think, then um, then doing uh, doing something for, you know, whatever it is, is not going to be hard for you. Um, I can always tell I can tell people this and I love um love following inspirational people, people that like seek to empower other people. And one message that I got from a book that I read called Everything is Figure Outable. She said, there's somebody, there's going to be somebody in this world that you're going to absolutely love something. I'm talking about love it to pieces, right? And there's going to be other people that are going to love it with you, right? They're going to be just as excited about about it as you are. And in that same instance, there's also going to be somebody in this world that absolutely despises it. You may not know you personally, they just doesn't don't like the idea. They don't like whatever it is that you put out there. And you have to be okay with that person. You have to be okay with that idea that 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 that, that that's out there. And so when I did hear that, that set me free, that actually set me free. And um, I said, well, if I can be okay with the very person that I, that's going to absolutely despise my work, that's just not going to like it. They're not going to, they're not going to follow me They're They just don't like anything. And some people just might follow you, but they're not going to like anything you should do. Just, they're going to follow you just so they can put negative stuff out there. If I can be okay with that person, then I can be okay with, uh, then I'm okay with myself. And so you just definitely, I tell people, go for it, go for it. Because there's people that, the people that matter, they're going to be the ones that's going to be encouraging you. They'll be the ones that are going to tell you, tell you that you're doing such an amazing job. And the people that are, you know, despising you or having something negative say, probably you're not doing as much as you are doing. So I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> also, what about, because I know some people are just scared to take risks, but at the same time, I feel like they fail to realize that when they are going to their nine to five job or whatever shift they are working, they're constantly taking a risk because uh, as 2020 has proved to us, no matter what kind of degree you have, no matter how long you've worked at a job, if the demand isn't there, the supply isn't needed. Uh-huh. And, Absolutely. And when it's like you take a risk every day when you wake up because you're getting in the car, you don't Y'all know who out here on these roads. Uh, Y'all know what they've been doing or or all that. So you're taking a risk almost everything, um, almost if not everything that you do every day. You sure are. Um, and I'm just going to leave it with take the risk or lose the chance because um, there's so many things that I have done um, where I was fearful and um, scared to do it. And I took this, I took the leap of faith and just did it. And when I did it, um, I realized when I got there, there was nothing to fear at all. And so fear is not something that is even um, acknowledged in, in the Bible. That's not something we should be feeling at all. But so many of us uh, feel that when you're talking about taking a risk to do something, we feel that fear. When we're saying risk, they're like, oh my goodness, that's fearful. And even You'll, you'll get like tight in the chest and, and really sit there and, and start sweating um, because with anything, a risk, it, you know, you could fail. And um, I tell people this all the time. They need to um, 
not just normal. They need to more so normalize it in schools about failure because you have so many people that came coming up through school that failed things and they thought that they were just a failure when in reality, they just didn't have the right, they may not have had the right teacher, the right notes, the right information. They may not have the, the correct information to really get out the, you know, to really ace or pass that test. And so, like I said, like I say, you, you're going to have to take a risk in, in your life. Anything that you want to do um, that's worth doing, you, you're going to have to definitely take the risk. Um, and that went for me from anything from um, getting a relationship to marriage to um, everything that I've, I seriously really wanted to do. Um, from leaving one job to go to the next because you have that you've had that security there and you're like, OK, I don't know what this next job is going to hold man, you got to take risks. And the more risks you take, the better your life could possibly be. If you don't take any risks and you're scared to be a failure, you're not going to get anywhere in, in life. And you will essentially be a failure. You're not doing anything with it. You're you're not failing to learn. You're you're just failing. And, and then you're shying away from it. So you definitely, if you're going to um, take that risk and fail, definitely fail and fail to learn so that you can get better. I know you said that's going to be the last thing that you left <laughs> us with, but I just wanted to, because I know that you tell me this all the time. You tell me, I ask a lot of questions and I'm very emotional. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to emotions and trying to run a business, I know they say no like you can't let your emotions get the best of you. Mm-hmm. That I do say that to you, don't I? Yep. Yes. Can't have emotions in a business. Um, because your business is not sometimes what you're offering is not about you. A lot of people are not telling you no, they're telling whatever you're offering no, they don't want it. And and you just think about it like this. Um, um, I hear uh another one of our mentors um say, you know, when somebody's a server and they're asking their, their, their customers or clients that, Hey, would you like, you know, coffee or tea? And they're t saying, no, they don't want it. People don't, they don't get mad. The server doesn't get mad. You don't want coffee or tea. Why, why don't you want this coffee or tea? They just go on to the next person. And that's how you have to think about it when it, when it comes to your business, to whatever it is that you're selling. Gotcha. All right. So, is there anything else that you would like to add before we close everything out? Hi, guys, go out there and get it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family um, because you deserve it. You know, um, find out who find out that that why that thing that's going to set you on fire and that that's going to make you lose sleep over it and that you'll be willing to lose sleep over it because you just you want to see it that badly and then go forward and do it. Awesome. Awesome. So that will bring us to this week, to the end of this week's episode of Words for the Wise. Once again, I want to thank you, Miss Noble, for joining us this week. Uh, it was It was certainly great to get you on the episode. 